I was an engineer and in 2008 lost my job due to the economic collapse. Jobs were scarce. I didn't know where to turn to get help updating my resume. Online services and coaches charge hundreds, even thousands of dollars. I took matters into my own hands and learned how to craft interview-winning resumes. Shortly later, I landed a job with a Fortune 500 company. I have helped many achieve similar success. Now I share my tips to create interview-winning resumes, interviewing excellence, and high-performance growth strategies on my podcast, Career Growth Made Easy. Hey there, it's Craig Ansell from the Career Growth Made Easy podcast. Welcome back. We are celebrating because we are still in our 100-plus episode marathon, and we're at episode 116. Today's show is titled, Your Job Title Doesn't Define You. Hmm. We can all pause, I think, for a moment. Let that settle in. Definitely some food for thought. Your job title doesn't define you. What made me come up with today's show title and also supports some really great conversation was the fact that I ran into two people recently that were affected by today's show topic. One is employed in a senior position and provides cybersecurity. Another counseled students to help them overcome challenges. He was from a Florida college and held an information technology department chair position. I know those two are vastly different, one being in the professional workforce and another working in our college system, but believe it or not, they have some similarities to their story. We're going to cover the full gambit today on this episode 116, Your Job Title Doesn't Define You. Thinking about jobs, many times I coach people where they can't seem to find their next position. They're disappointed with frustrated with their current role, or unhappy with their overall situation, including pay. Maybe the benefits aren't what they thought they were going to be, they were misled, or things have just become stale. Regardless for the reason that you're interested in moving on, possibly to another position within your company, or completely taking an exit and trying something new, this word of advice may help you from making a critical mistake. Don't run from something, run to something. Let me say that again. Don't run from something, run to something. A similar phrase used to be used, don't jump until the boat is close to the dock. Don't jump until the boat is close to the dock. Meaning, if that opportunity is just too far away, too far to be able to be within reach, you might be overextending yourself by making that jump that leap when it's unsafe. I know as part of Career Growth Made Easy, I support focus, vision, stamina, staying power. I also support growth, of course, but there's a time and place for growth and when you should take that jump, pivot, and make your stand. Just make sure that you have something to go to rather than running from something. We can be our own worst enemies. They say, I looked in the mirror and I saw my enemy. It was me. We have to learn to get out of our own heads, out of our own way, so that we can succeed. 
That's why I share so many tips and techniques on career growth, in fact, accelerated career growth. Many of the students I've helped can't seem to get past themselves. You may only be looking at your degree title. You may be only looking at your current position title. And you see that and see how limiting it is. I only have a degree in. The only job I'm good at is fill in the blank. That's the mistake we have all made, and I've been there too. We don't want our job titles or our educational levels to define us. That's just a step in our careers. Maybe you've received a certain level of education and you're not ready to go back or can't afford to go back. That's okay. Maybe you will in the future. Either way, your title, your educational level does not define you. All the information, all the experience, all the education that you have, that is what can help put you together on a resume, on paper, and make yourself a really great candidate for a future role out there. I mention these two folks because one of them is very experienced in their professional field, and in fact, she has risen to the top of her level of management in that cybersecurity position. But when we talked, she felt that she was at a dead end. There was nowhere else for her to go. She was considering either a job change or an entire career path rebranding. That's something that I've done for myself and I've helped others with. So we're going to be getting together to talk in the near weeks. And I want to help her out too so that she can rebrand and refine herself, her message, her image, her brand. We have to remember all the experiences we have, the knowledge, that is what is valuable to others out there, future recruiters, future employers. Strip away your job titles, strip away your educational levels, and look at what you know. Look at where you have experience. What are you specialized in? Are the things that people say that you do really, really well? Or if you have peers, family members, friends, Co-workers that say you light up when you perform certain activities or work with certain types of people. That's a hint that's something that you might love doing, and you should really sit down and pursue that. However, many times, we can't see past ourselves. We need that friend network to help us out. That peer network, if you have strong bonds in your work relationships, it'd be really worth talking to people over a coffee or a soda, after hours, call them up on the weekend, text with them. Discover the capabilities, the experience, the value you bring to others. Let them tell you what they see. It might help redefine you in a totally different way. Now, with regards to the department chair position I mentioned, he told me over a weekend or two ago that he had helped many students find themselves. They would sometimes see their Um, college degree or even their pending college degree as limiting. They had forgotten all the things that we just talked about. All the classes, all the studying, all the lab work, the experience. If it's in information technology or software, for example, there's lots and lots of coding, lots of programming that you have to do to prove yourself, to be successful and get the proper grades in school. Sometimes you see that graduation title, and you say, look, all this effort, all my activities, 
have been reduced down to a simple title. Is this all I am? That is negative thinking. That is closed-minded thinking. And I'm here to tell you every day that you put in effort for your education, for your job, for your trade school, whatever it is you do, even if you're volunteering, working at nonprofits, it doesn't matter. Every day that you show up is a day to celebrate. Take credit. Take value for what you're doing, how you're contributing, how you're helping others. Maybe you're in a position where you don't see the final product or the final customer. Many of us are not. We are spokes or cogs, spokes in the wheel or cogs on the gear. We help the chain move and we help the wheels spin and we help make progress. But many of us don't see the end product or end customer, the paying customer. We have to remember that everything we're doing should provide value to our final product or service. If it wasn't, we wouldn't have a role and we wouldn't have been hired in the first place. Hey, Craig, we need you to come to this company. We're going to pay you really well and we really don't have anything for you to do. Can you sit in this cubicle and do nothing? Sure. What does it pay? That's not likely to happen, right? So we have to sit back and remember the roles that we're in today. Why are we in this role? How recently had we moved into that role? What were the job descriptions? What were the goals of the position? When you interviewed or promoted into that role, weren't you excited to have that job? Didn't you look forward to working there? Those are the kind of emotions and kind of feelings that we need to pull out and not let our titles define us. I mentioned earlier about only thinking about your title or only thinking about your certification or your degree. That is where I use the phrase closed-minded thinking. There's an older episode, number 27, that you can go back to and listen, and I'll put some links in the show notes. It focused a little bit more on the workforce than it did on education, because the show title was actually called, That's Not My Job, Closed-Minded Thinking. I believe one of the key points of that episode was to keep in mind we're not the only person involved in the product or service creation. Sometimes we have to look outside ourselves. Then I had an oldie but a goodie, episode 10, and it was simply titled, Are You Standing Out? I'll tell you this, you can stand out for the right reasons or the wrong ones. Yep. So think about, are you showing up at your best? Are you giving it your all when you're at school, when you're at work? Maybe you have multiple jobs. Give it your best. That is part of your career, part of your growth. And when you try your hardest, it will eventually be seen, potentially help accelerate your career growth into new positions, higher pay. Thinking about today's show, don't let your title define you. Look at all your background, all your experience, all your accomplishments. Then take that and say, Where else could I use these capabilities, skills, experiences? I, for one, am an electrical engineer, and I also have significant number of years in leadership and in management roles. When the economy crashed in 2008, I was affected, and I was was affected negatively, significantly. I lost my job. Back then, it happened so frequently with the economy crash, there was a term for it, and it was called RIF, R-I-F, and that stands for reduction in force. You may have heard of it. You may have unfortunately been affected by it. From being an engineer, 
and someone with leadership and management experience, I looked around for jobs. The problem at that time, with the economy crash, people weren't buying products and services. They didn't need engineers to design things. They certainly did need did not need managers to manage the engineers that weren't there because there simply weren't any customers at that time. So I rebranded and repurposed myself. I took what I was doing as an engineer and someone with significant management experience, and I said, you know what? All these years, you've been developing products, you've been working on projects. Couldn't you be a project manager? And that is where my career was rebirthed, from engineering to project management. No, you don't need to be an engineer to be a project manager. It just so happens while I was an engineer and supported some supervisory and managerial roles, I was also project managing. Therefore, I repurposed myself and my resume. So there is hope. If you're someone that has risen through the ranks at your company or a number of companies, held a variety of supervisory, managerial, or leadership roles, don't let your titles define you. Think about everyone that you've helped. Think about all the achievements you've accomplished. Have there been any certifications, any awards, any special trainings? Where could you use those? In other companies, in other portions of your company, or in other roles? You might want to put down the past few jobs you've worked, so that helps you brainstorm. But then when you're done, kind of strike out the titles. Just put it all together in a big pot and stir it up kind of like a jambalaya, if you will, a mixture of things. And then you say to yourself, what could I do with this? As you start to job search and look at keywords for requirements or responsibilities or nice-to-haves, such as preferred candidate features or preferred candidate abilities, you might realize there are other things you could do all this time. So if you're unhappy with your job, thinking about moving on or leaving, whatever the case is, remember, Run to something, not from something. So think about all the skill sets that you have. Then take the time to repurpose yourself on paper, your resume, for job applications, and even write potentially a cover letter explaining what values you bring to your future employer. I promise you, you'll be glad that you've taken a look at your personal inventory, striking out titles and educational boundaries. Again, what you possess, that's what's critical. That's what's key. Don't have closed-minded thinking. As you potentially get frustrated, disappointed, or maybe you're unhappy with your role at your current job, don't stand out for the wrong reasons. Give it your best, stand out for the right reasons, and make a plan of attack to take care of yourself and move on to the right role at the right time. Jump when the boat is near or at the dock. If you have any questions about today's show, episode 116, your job title doesn't define you. Please reach out to us on social media. I'm Craig Ansell, at Craig Ansell for Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. Email is craig at craigansell.com. And you can always connect with me through my website. I have one-on-one coaching appointment scheduler available, as well as my resume and cover letter masterclasses to help you out. I hope today's show gave you some food for thought and just reminded you that you are much more valuable than just a few words, a title, a position on your door, or a little plaque on your desk, or a name tag that you wear. 
It's all about the value you possess and the values, the accomplishments you can bring to a future employer. Hope you have a wonderful week ahead. Look forward to talking to you next week. God bless you. Bye-bye.